0: guys what's going on it's russ welcome to today's show so today we have the legendary the incomparable the amazing adrian richardson here with us today she is our if you don't know who adrian is she is our internal facebook ads ninja here at clients on demand she's been 100 percent responsible for all of our advertising here at cod for what three and a half four years now
1: yep yep
0: yeah She's the only person in the world that I would ever trust to run my Facebook ads. And believe me, I know everybody. I've worked with almost everybody, and I really believe that Adrienne is the best in the world. Um, just to sort of, like, set this up and pre-frame what she has been able to do for our company. Um, for every dollar we spend on Facebook, we earn back 10 to $15 in revenue. And we do that every month. And we've been doing that every month, month in and month out, pretty much since Adrian came on board. Now, obviously, like we got a whole team. Everyone's contributing to our success. But the one thing that keeps the engine moving and the one thing that keeps it going is our lead flow. And uh, if we don't have anybody clicking our ads or we don't have the right people clicking our ads, we don't have anybody to talk to. So Adrian's been able to keep that going and really turn this business into just like this incredible kick-ass engine. So I wanted to come on and have her here today to just share some of her expertise with you guys and talk about, you know, just demystify some of this stuff about advertising. Because there's so many people that don't advertise, you know, whether they're incredible coaches or not. I mean, I, a lot of people, you know, have, have negative beliefs about advertising. They think that you shouldn't do it. They think that, um, you know, you don't have to do it. You know, I hear people say things all the time. Like if your business is great, you should be able to just depend on word of mouth and, and depend on referrals and then get all the clients that you need and all this other stuff. Um, so anyway, welcome, Adrian. It's great to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. Hey everyone.
0: So, guys, if you have questions, those of you that are watching this live, if you have questions about um, anything about Facebook, go ahead and pop them in the comments. We're going to try to do a little bit of Q and A today. But let's just talk about this. Why is it so essential in your in your mind, Adrian, for businesses to for real businesses to advertise?
1: Well, it's about control, you know. Because word of mouth is great, and it's a It's great to have a business that. that gets great word of mouth. You're always getting referrals and that's wonderful, but you don't have any control over that. You're kind of sitting around and waiting for someone else to send you business. And so paid advertising puts you in the driver's seat where you're in control over how fast you want to grow your business, over how many clients you want, when you want them. If you want to dial it back and go on vacation, It, it For me, what I love about paid advertising is that I am not putting the fate of my business in anybody else's hands. Like, it's in my hands. I'm in control. I, you know, and um, I'd have to say that's the number one reason that really everybody should do paid advertising, whether their business grows by word of mouth or not, is because eventually those dry leads will, those leads will dry up.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, and you just never want to be in that position where at the beginning of the month we're sitting there crossing your fingers going like, oh, I hope someone refers me a client this month and if they don't, I don't get to eat. You know for me, that was you know that, that's the big part of it is I was like, look, you know, if we get referrals, fantastic. I mean, the referrals are great. And if you guys are generating referrals awesome, it means you're doing a good job. The key is you never want to make your business dependent on that. You want to set things up so that you know if you spend a dollar on advertising, you're making ten dollars back or five dollars back or fifteen dollars back or whatever it is. Um so why don't we talk about that a little bit? Because I was on the news feed the other day and just going through my Facebook, and there's a lot of people, especially who are building funnels now and whatever, and they're 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 all excited because they're going like, you know, we're earning back a dollar and ten cents for every dollar we're spending on Facebook with our twenty-seven dollar ebook and whatever. And like, there's look, there's nothing wrong with that. All profit is good. But what do you think are some of the keys to generating the kinds of profit that we've been able to generate?
1: There's there's a lot of them. But I'd have to say that, you know, targeting is a big issue for people. People typically tend to go broad, and they don't have – they're not reaching the right people. So there's so many pieces that go into this of making it profitable. And part of it is – Who are you showing the ad to? Are you getting the right people in your funnel in the first place or not? Because you can have an amazing funnel, but if you're getting the wrong people into it, it's not going to work and you're going to think, well, there's something wrong with my funnel. Or you can have the right people going in, but the funnel is garbage and so they're not converting. Mm -hmm. And so the key to true profitability isn't about... I mean, a lot of it is selling high ticket. The higher ticket you're selling, actually, the more profit you're going to have because the more money you can afford to to acquire a lead. And if Facebook becomes more and more and more competitive out there and there's less and less, you know, um, inventory available, the price is going to go up. So when you're selling high ticket, you can afford to pay a little bit more than your competitor to acquire a a client who's paying – who's selling something for $27. So you you know it's about getting the right people into the funnel, having the right funnel, but the pricing is so so important. And I don't even work with people that are selling low ticket anymore because it's extremely hard in this day and age to make a profit through Facebook ads with how competitive it's become. It's it's become. And and so really that's also a huge key to making profits with paid traffic is that you've got to be selling something of value at a high ticket price.
0: Right. So so why don't we just deconstruct that a little bit right now and and, and what this looks like for us. What are we spending right now? Just so people, because I want to unpack this a little bit for people so they understand. Clients on demand in our business. Now guys, remember too, we are in one of the most competitive niches out there. There's so many people teaching online marketing and coaching and those kinds of things. So our costs are probably going to be much higher than your costs would be if you're in relationships or health, or personal development, or, you know, if you're an accountant or an attorney or anything like that. So what are we spending at Clients On Demand to get a call booked right now?
1: So we average about $100, uh, okay. and that's amongst, that's amongst all the campaigns. So we have some campaigns where we're getting calls booked for $16. We have some that may be 200 It's depending on the audiences and how they're responding. But on average, we pay about $100 to get somebody on the phone
0: great okay so we're spending about a hundred dollars in advertising to get someone on the phone and then when they're on the phone we're enrolling them into one of our high ticket offers so mm-hmm. i want you guys to understand the power of that in your business is that once you get things dialed in you can be getting people on the phone for around a hundred bucks or so i mean sometimes even less i was just talking i just finished the q a Q&A call for clients on demand this week 30 seconds before we got on here and uh there was a gal getting getting calls booked for like 40 dollars and I was like, oh, my God, she's in a niche where it's not competitive. Her funnel's doing great. She's crushing it. It's great stuff. Um, but, but I just want you guys to think this through because I want you to understand where the profits come from. If you're spending, let's just say, $100 to get someone on the phone, and you are offering them something, a premium-priced offer that's 3000 5000 or 10000 how many people do you think you're realistically going to have to talk to before someone says yes? So think about that, guys. Let's just say that it's one in five. That means that you're spending five hundred dollars to talk to five people, right? At hundred dollars per call, so you're spending five hundred bucks. You get five people on the phone. If you're enrolling one of those people into a five thousand dollar program, you just spent five hundred dollars to make five thousand dollars,
1: right?
0: And the numbers that we're doing in our business are actually even a little bit better than that. But I so so I you know I just and I wanted to kind of make this clear for people because you know people are like well. You're, you're making back 10 to $15 for every dollar you're spending on Facebook. How the hell are you doing that? What does that even look like? But when we break down the numbers in detail, it's not that crazy. If you're spending 100 bucks to get someone on the phone, how many people do you need to talk to before someone says yes to your $5,000 or $10,000
1: offer? And it's very different than if you're running someone to, say, a, a lead magnet that's free and it costs you 2 or $3 to get that person on your list. And then of those 10% of them buy your $7 uh, tripwire, you're already in the negative right now. And then a percentage of those buy your $27, it's you, your funnel has to be so dialed in so unbelievably well in order for you to make any kind of profit on that. And even if you are profiting on low ticket like that, what are you profiting a dollar or two? So you have to have Hundreds of thousands of clients every year, customers that buy that in order for you to even reach anywhere near six figures in your business.
0: That's huge because Adrian, I know you feel that way and I feel that way too, but that definitely goes against the conventional wisdom that's being taught in the marketplace. So like, let's just, let's just, let's map that out again. Let's just do the math on that really quick as best we can. Right. So let's say that you are sending people to a page where they can sign up to get some sort of like free video or free report or something like that right now. What is like the best opt-in rate you have ever seen?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, they'd be lucky to pay a dollar a click right now. Okay, Okay. so some markets, they'll pay less than that. Some markets, they'll pay way more. Um, But let's just say it was a dollar a click. And so you send 100 people to your landing page. You paid a dollar a click. So you paid paid $100 to send someone to your landing page. And from ice-cold traffic, uh, what's typical, if you've done a good job, is about 20%. The best I've ever, ever, ever seen, and I've only ever seen this with one person ever in four years, was an opt-in rate of 82%, but okay, so that's, like, just, let's, unheard let's, of. Okay. <laughs> let's
0: be fair and let's just say that you have, because let's be generous with this now. Like, I don't want to give people worst-case scenario numbers, right? Because I think the whole low-ticket thing is bullshit, and that's what we're going to tell people, but let's not, like, poison the well, right? So let's just say right, right, you happen right. to put together a landing page that converts out, like, I don't know, 50%, let's say. And let's say and that you've got you, the
1: best traffic targeting in the world. You've
0: got the best traffic targeting in the world. You're, you know, you're, you've know, hired Adrian; She's doing an amazing job and whatever else. And uh, you know, she's getting clicks for like a dollar, right? So let's say you spend $1,000 to get those people uh, to your landing page. And let's just say it converts at 50%, right? So now you've gotten 500 leads, okay? Now let's say that on the next page you're offering them what's called it.
1: not be money yet. Yeah, what's so that? you've spent so so far you've spent a thousand to get five hundred on your list. You haven't made any money yet.
0: You have not made so any. So right money.
1: now you're
0: in the hole. Right. Right. So you send them to the so you send them to the page now where they can download that free thing, and on that page you're offering them a seven dollar offer. Now this is called a tripwire, and this is one of the things that I just think is a terrible idea. But let's just say you're doing it. It's a seven dollar thing. So what percentage of people logically are going to take that $7 thing? We've just had 500 people come through the funnel. Um, Let's just say even, what, 10%, which is extremely generous, take the tripwire?
1: Right now in the marketplace, people are saying that you should be getting 30% of your people who opt in for the freebie to buy your your tripwire.
0: Okay, so 30% of people are taking it. So you nail that, you get the 30% to take it. That's what is thirty percent, then five hundred, like one hundred and fifty people, give or take. One
1: hundred fifty people times seven dollars. That's one thousand fifty dollars. So right oh, now, so you-
0: now if you if you manage to get that fifty percent opt-in rate and that dollar a click, and you manage to get thirty percent of people to take your trip right now, you've just barely broken even. And right. then you you know, and then I guess you continue to to market to the hundred and fifty people and so on and so on, and then you try to sell them, you know, you try to sell them even more stuff. Now my problem with this is that first of all, getting those numbers is incredibly difficult to do. My next problem with this is it wastes everyone's time. And here's what I mean by this. If I've got a serious problem, my health is in jeopardy, or I'm trying to get in shape, or my business is falling apart, or I want to take my business to the next level, or my marriage is falling apart, I'm probably not even signing up to get like a seven, you know, to get, to get like a $7 ebook or something, why would I waste my time with that? You know, I know that a little $7 report is not going to fix my problem. And so by putting these and not only that you have to create the free thing you're giving away, you have to create the $7 tripwire. You have to create whatever you're upselling them into. So like, let's say you sell try to sell them a you know, $27 thing. And maybe 5% of those people take that. And then you try to sell them a thousand dollar thing. And then maybe 1% take that. It's just, you're creating this big elaborate mess and all you're doing is filtering out the people who really need help. Because the people who really need help, they want an offer that's transformative, don't they? They want an offer that's actually going to fix their problem. So the way that we get these kinds of returns at clients on a is we just bypass all that stuff and go right for a high-ticket sale that can actually fix the problems. We don't even waste time with the $7 tripwire and the $27 thing and the $197 thing. We're like, look, we got one thing. This will fix your problem, take it or leave it. And it's between three and $10,000, depending on what you want to charge. And that's what enables us to get that kind of return on investment right out of the gate. When we're not waiting, you know, for people to read the trip, cause, you know, once they get the free report, they got to read the free report and then they got to read the tripwire and then they got to come back and buy. It's like a whole thing. Why? Like, why do all that when you can take people from clicking on your ads to becoming a client? at a high price within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And that's well, what... and
1: like you said, it's not, and it's not in the best interest of the client. Cause like you said, I have to download the lead magnet. So now I have to read the lead magnet. I have to take some time to try to implement some of the free tips that you gave me in there. And then that's still not quite fixing my problem. So then maybe I buy your $27 program and I now have to go through that and I have to implement that and try that. And meanwhile, my problem is not getting fixed It's getting little Band-Aids here and there that's getting me by maybe if the person has done a good job of putting those things together, which most people, when they're putting together a lead magnet or a low-ticket program, they're giving you a couple Band-Aids, you know, that are suggestions and things you could try, but they're not going to solve your problem for free or for $7. So if you really want to change people's lives and fix their problem, the best thing that you can do is sell them the solution.
0: I agree. Yeah. Sell them the thing that they need right out of the gate. And that makes the best use of your time, it makes the best use of their time. It serves the client and it actually makes a hell of a lot more money. Um and again, I'll say this again, you know, we are earning back 10 to 15 dollars for every dollar we spend on Facebook and we've been doing that for 4 years. So if you guys follow and you guys operate and move in internet marketing circles, you know that like there are some people that are getting that kind of return, but it usually is just for a short period. Like, oh, I did a launch And we had like a $500,000 launch and we were able to just for that one big event with all these people promoting it, we were able to earn back 10 to 15 for every dollar we spent. I don't know anybody else, honestly, besides us and our clients who have been doing this consistently month in and month out for four years.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's a challenge. Most people can't do it. Um, That's why more people aren't doing it. Launches are very popular because it's a big, it's a big push all at once. But what I dislike about the launch model is that if you didn't hit your numbers, well, now what? Now you got to wait six months for your next launch, you know, whereas when you're running an evergreen model that's running all the time, you can fix things and adjust things in your your funnel much faster than you can. You wait six months. Okay, what did we learn from the last launch? All right, now let's implement that this time. And then so every single time you're learning something new every six months, how long is it going to take you before you really get that Totally dialed in. So again, there's lots of ways out there to sell your products and services, but you know, clearly, as Russ and I think, this is the fastest, easiest, simplest way for you to to reach your income goals and help a lot of people.
0: Why are you so good at Facebook ads? Um, I know, you know I think you are, but but I because I, <laughs> I wonder about this because you really do have a gift for them. and I just I'm like, what do you think about the way that you think and the way that your mind works? makes you so good at this?
1: That's a really good question. And, I, and, and after I answer it, I'd love to know why you think so. Um, a lot of people ask me that. Um, I think it's, a, it's several things. Number one, I have a background in marketing and PR. I worked at PR and advertising industries before I ever even went into business for myself. And so I understand advertising and marketing at its core. Um, a lot of people that are doing Facebook ads today, they took a class online, a six-week class, learned ads, and now they set up ads for you but they don't truly understand messaging and targeting and what moves people to take action and buy and things like that. So part of it is my background in the experience that I have. Um, a lot of it is just, and I don't know, I guess maybe it's a gift, but I don't. one of the things that I can do is I am, can very easily put myself in the shoes of anybody. And I can understand like what, how they're thinking, what is their heaven? What is their hell? What are they struggling with? What do they want? So for whatever reason, just maybe the way I'm wired or life experience or whatever, it's very easy for me to relate to the person with the problem and craft copy and everything around that. And then, and then also, like I said, just knowing how to reach them on Facebook. Um, so I think it's a combination of things. And just, I've been doing it a long time too. I know it, say four years, but honestly in the wor- real world, someone who's been doing this for four years online, it's like 20 years of experience.
0: <laughs> well doing it successfully for four years too. I mean, if you've been getting, if you've been getting killed on Facebook and just like losing people's money for four years, it's not, you know, <laughs> but you, you've been crushing it for four years, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I absolutely agree with you, with what you said. And I think that, that the skill that you talked about, is the most important and valuable skill that a marketer can have. And I mean, if you want to put a word on it, I'd say it's empathy and the ability to project yourself into someone else's shoes. And this is something that I've seen you get better and better and better and better at over the past four years. Where like, now you can just do it, you know? And I also think that you're, you're very methodical and scientific, which you have to be, um, you're passionate about what you do, but at the same time, you can keep a certain level of like emotional detachment where you can sort of like treat it like a game. Because the yeah. the other, you know, so so there's some, there's some gold in what we're talking about here, guys. Because there's a few big traps with Facebook, right? The first big trap is just not to have empathy, where you're not you're not you know you're not you're not speaking the customer's language, and if you're not speaking their language, they're not going to respond. The you second focus thing, on is, yourself. you're <laughs> focused on yourself, right? The second thing is to. um Sit there like a maniac every day. Once you get your ads up and running and hit refresh, 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 and just like <laughs> out about, oh my god, I'm paying two dollars a click or five dollars a click or whatever it is, and just be melting down every day. Um, we've gotten very good at not doing that. Um, but I, but yeah, I think that um, I, I think that you 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 get the technology, you get the platform, you get how to use it, and you get people. And you bring a tremendous amount of integrity to the work that you do, which is sort of the X factor that I think a lot of people don't have. Because when you do, it makes everything just go right. And, and if you don't, it, it makes a lot of things go wrong and you just won't understand why.
1: I think one of the other things, too, is I'm not easily distracted. So what happens is a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, have, like, the shiny object syndrome, and so they're like, oh, so-and-so says we got to do video ads, or so-and-so says we got to do messenger bot ads. I need to do these lead ads, and and then they're trying 50 different things, and I'm going to do a webinar. I'm going to do a video series, and and I'm very much a person that makes decisions based on data and truth, and um, I know that there's a whole world out there that is valuable to listen to your gut. But when it comes to things like this, um, I tend to not uh, make decisions based on emotion. I can look at it and say, "This is we're going to stick with this one thing. We're going to get it dialed until this works. And it's really important for you to find that like foundational thing that always works for you. It just all works year-round. And then if you want to test other things and try them, that's fine. But I think people jump around and make decisions too quickly. And, and they come up with all kinds of assumptions and feelings that they have instead of really focusing on what is the data telling me? And have I written this out long enough and focused on one thing and get really good at one thing before I try and go all, and do all these others? So I think that's another uh, thing for me is I'm not easily distracted or um, enticed <laughs> to go try the next best thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we test, we test everything. We test all kinds of stuff. Um, but I'm not quick to abandon something. And, and also one of the other things I have to say is that uh, when things aren't going right, I don't go into freak out mode. I go into problem solving mode. Yep. I immediately say, what is the data telling me? What is, this, what is the information I'm being given? And really focusing on the, where the problem is. And I, and I want to elaborate on that a little bit because there are times when you're looking at your funnel and you're, you're saying, well, I'm not getting any calls booked. My targeting must be off or the people booking calls with me must be, they're all broke. My targeting must be off. And they don't really look at the full picture and what all the data is telling them. And I'm really good at pulling out the emotion and then looking at the data. And regardless of who's barking in my ear saying, we need to do this, we need to do that, or we ought to try this, or I think it's that, I'm able to really pinpoint and look at and say, well, no, this is what the data is telling us, that the problem's right here. And that's what we're going to focus on. And I think that's really, really important when you're working with Facebook ads.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree, And that's something that like we've gotten good at over the last few years is taking out the freak outs and taking out the meltdowns because remember when we first started working together, we'd be like, "Oh my God, we oh would have that and then. Over time, we realized, like, look, we've got to just be scientific about this. But the great thing about that is that now when we have a client who's having a problem, we can just look at their numbers and we can tell right away what's not working in the funnel, whether it is the ad or it is the targeting or it is their landing page or their webinar or it's the way they're handling the phone calls. And that's something that I think, um, you know, our our clients get a a ton out of because that's really tough to do. You know, it's hard enough to build a good funnel in the first place. But to be able to look at the data and figure out exactly where it's not working and exactly what needs to be done to fix it. I remember one time um, we had a client who, uh, her, for, for whatever reason, her webinar wasn't working, guys. And it was the weirdest thing. She was getting tons of people clicking her ad, tons of people registering, tons of people showing up to her webinar. And people, when they, when they, when they attended her webinar, they stayed all the way through the end. So it's not like people were bailing or you know whatever. Like people were like riveted to this webinar, but nobody was booking a call. And Adrian went in and took a look at the webinar and found one sentence that that gal was saying at the end of the webinar, like four words. And, we, and all we did was take those four words out and then, boom, the webinar started converting at like 30%. And I think she's still running that same webinar today. And uh, it's just like the ability to, to look at the data and the numbers and see that and say, okay, great. Now we know. There's some there's something going on, and it's something going on at the end of the webinar, and then to pull it up and watch it and say, okay, boom, that was the one thing, and four words made the difference between a webinar that worked and a webinar that didn't. Yeah. I mean, well, here's I mean. the
1: thing: if you don't know how to read the data, what happened was, and she didn't know how to read the data, so she came to me and said, "We got to change my targeting. I think there's something wrong with my targeting or my funnel." And as I started to dig into each section. And, and looking, you know, sometimes it's very clear and then sometimes you got to dig a little more. So it was like, well, everything on the front end, you're hitting all your numbers. They're fantastic. Everything in the middle of the funnel, you're hitting your numbers. They're fantastic. So we had to keep digging and digging and saying, why aren't people booking? And then we found like, I said, well, maybe they're not interested. Let's look at how long they're staying on your webinar. And then it was like, they were staying till the very end. So I was like, well, it must be really interesting. You have like 97% of your people are staying to the end. So it was like, we had to keep digging and digging and digging and Then finally, the conclusion was there's got to be something you're saying at the end of this webinar that is scaring people away because they're just not booking. And, you know, that's a skill that you develop over years. It's not something that you can learn overnight. Um, But this is what causes people to think that their Facebook ads aren't working because immediately they go to, there's got to be something wrong with my targeting. There's got to be something wrong with my ad. And so they start fidgeting and messing with the front end and they'll actually make things worse. Because they, that wasn't the problem in the first place.
0: So, guys, this is a huge lesson because this is something that can cause you to spend years. I mean, literally years spinning your wheels. Because when things aren't working and you don't know how to diagnose what's not working, you just start to invent stuff. Yeah. I mean, it literally is like, I mean, it, you know, I, I, it's, like, it's, like, it, it's like you're a caveman and it hasn't rained in three weeks. And you're like, oh, well, the, the gods must be angry at us. I mean, literally, that's the kind of stuff we see where it's like my funnel's not working. Oh, I must need new branding. And then they go out and they hire a $20,000 graphic designer to do all their branding and nothing changes. You know? Or, oh, it must be uh, you know, my, tar- my ad targeting or I must have hired the wrong Facebook person or I must whatever. And, and, and it's like if you don't understand this, how to scientifically look at your funnel and diagnose what's not working, you're just going to play a guessing game. Yeah. And we see this all the time. And the worst case scenario is when people are like, oh, well, no, one, no one's booking a call. I must not be cut out for this.
1: Right, nobody wants what I have.
0: Nobody wants what I have. And they shut down their whole business when they were just like three feet from gold. And unfortunately, we see that all the time. So guys, look, the the main thing I wanna express to you here is that you've gotta have a step-by-step strategy that works and you've gotta have people who do this all day, every day, working with you to get that thing set up but then once it's set up, who can also look at it and if anything's not working, tell you exactly how to fix it. And if you don't have that, your business just isn't going to work. If I didn't have that, if I didn't have people like Adrian on the team who could help me with those things, my business wouldn't work either.
1: Well, and the, the sad part is the way it works for a lot of people, whether they're doing their ads themselves or they've hired someone, is that usually the person doing the ads is not the one who built the funnel. And so what happens is there's a disconnect because the most Facebook people are really good at uh, telling you, well, I don't want to say most of them, but a good <laughs> Facebook about person, of them
0: are good. Yeah.
1: a good Facebook person can tell you if your ad is doing well on the front end. They'll say, oh, your numbers are great, your click-through rate is great, this and that and this. But then if you're still not getting the result you're looking for on the back end, they don't know why. They're like, well, the ad's doing great. And so there's no communication about the funnel. And then like your funnel person may say, they'll be like, well, you're just bringing the wrong traffic into it. There's nothing wrong with your funnel. Your, your ads are bringing all the wrong people in. And so as a client, it's as a business owner, it's really frustrating, especially it's very when you're,
0: frustrating. you're
1: not educated on it and you don't know how it really works. You don't know who to listen to and no. you don't know what to start to try to fix. And so that's really, really important when you're doing ads is you've got to understand the whole entire picture and the whole funnel and what things should look like and how, what you're looking for. Because if you don't, then, then you don't know how to fix it and you start messing with things that don't need to be fixed.
0: Guys, the worst feeling in the world, and I know that a lot of you guys know what this feels like, the worst feeling in the world is when you've done the work and you've put together a, a funnel or you've put together some kind of process to sell your stuff and it's not working and you don't know why. Yeah. And you have different people on your team who are blaming each other. Whoever built the funnel is blaming the ads person saying, oh, this person can't do Facebook ads. The targeting sucks. And then the person person who's doing the ads is like, no, the the ads are great. You're getting cheap clicks and relevant clicks, but your funnel sucks. And then you and the business owner, you're just sitting there. You you don't know who to believe. And it's the worst feeling in the world. And I've been in that situation before, guys. And that's why it is so important to work with people who understand every single piece of this. You can't allow yourself to get distracted by the latest shiny object. You can't allow yourself to get distracted by, like, the latest piece of software or messenger bot or, like, whatever people are on right now. You need to have a step-by-step process that you follow where people who are experts are guiding you through it from start to finish. And without that, I really just don't know how you succeed.
1: Well, you know, and even recently, and we see this all the time in COD, especially when people start putting a system in place – and and what they think is going wrong and, and we had a client recently who her funnel was working beautifully but she wasn't closing sales on on the phone and so she's like well I, rec- I went ahead and recorded a new webinar because i don't think the webinar is bringing the right people and i want to target some new interests with my ads and that will fix it and you know russ and i spent some time with her going through everything and we actually discovered that the problem was actually what was happening on the sales call But so many people do this. I mean, she's not the only one. So many people will think, well, the person I'm getting on the phone with isn't buying from me. So there's a problem with who I'm targeting my ads or there's a problem with my webinar and you'll start to tinker and mess with these things. And really it was, she's just got to master her sales conversation and she's in the process of doing that. But sometimes when we're getting impatient, and we're really motivated to get things done fast and get this built fast and grow fast. That's also when the emotion takes over and we start to second guess the offer that we have, who we're offering it for. You start to second guess the whole thing. And so when you know your data, it is it helps to ease that stress and that tension, you know, because you can feel confident in exactly what you need to work on. And for her yeah,
0: And that's an incredibly powerful word, Adrian, is the confidence that when you really get this stuff at a deep level or when you're working with people who get the stuff at a deep level, and if you don't know how to do this yourself, you got to work with people who get it, um, it gives you tremendous confidence. Like when I roll out a new webinar, I know how to do a great webinar. I know how to build a great funnel, but I know that if something goes wrong and I think I've got something awesome and it really sucks, which, believe it or not, happens sometimes, um, I know that I'll be able to fix it. Yeah. And, and, and we'll be able to look at those numbers and say, okay, well, great. This piece of the webinar isn't working. Let's change it out and fix it. And we've done that before. Um, I think the webinar that we're running now, actually, um, one of the web webinars we're running now, when we first rolled it out, it, like, tanked. People stayed there for the first 10 minutes, and then they bailed. And then we fixed it, and we tinkered with it. Now it's our best converting webinar ever. Yeah. But that's because we know how to diagnose and fix things, and because we're, like, emotionally detached enough to be scientific about it, is what right. I'm saying.
1: Well, we didn't ditch the entire webinar either and be like, well, this webinar is garbage. Like, nobody wants it. We didn't ditch the entire theme of it and the focus of it. It was, again, looking at the data. The data is telling us that our biggest drop-off is in the first 10 minutes. So something's happening in those first 10 minutes that we need to we need to correct. We, it doesn't mean our idea is bad. It doesn't mean we need to throw away the whole webinar. Um, but that's what a lot of people will do is they'll just make this overall blanket decision about, well, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah. So guys again you need to have a step by step strategy you need to have people that can walk you through the process of implementing it from start to finish and you need to have people who can who can diagnose the problems when things aren't working and 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 that right there eliminates a, a huge number of coaches out there because they only know how to do one thing. If they just know how to do Facebook ads, they're not going to help you. If they just know how to do like great phone calls or whatever, they're not going to help you. If they just know how to do a webinar, it's not going to help you because it's it's about how all of these pieces fit together. Yeah. How do you attract these people? How do you enroll these people? And then how do you deliver your stuff? It's the whole business model that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and then of course, you know, the lead generation is a huge, huge, huge part of that, that I think, you know, really just goes underserved and kind of under talked about, you know, to be honest, you guys look, I mean, there's like maybe one or two or three people who do Facebook who really know what they're doing. And I, and I hate to say that. Um, but it's true. And I can like literally, if I sit down and I write down like, besides Adrian, who would I, who would I conceivably maybe possibly trust with my Facebook ads? I mean, literally it's like one or two people. So it's very rare to find somebody that knows what they're doing at the level that you do. I mean, it's impossible.
1: Well, I mean, when you're really talking about scaling, you need somebody who's very knowledgeable. You know, in the, in the beginning, yeah, can you watch, watch a six week class and, and set up some ads and run a simple lead magnet? Most people can set them up. The setup part is actually the easiest part, the tech setup, but the really getting in touch in with the right people and getting the right message and putting the right system in place. Um, that's not as easy, but. There's a whole lot of people out there with very little experience calling themselves funnel experts or Facebook experts. And it's because they're really good at technically setting it up. And so you just have to be really careful about who you hire because unfortunately in the internet marketing space, it makes it really easy for somebody to put a website up and say that they're a funnel expert or an ad expert. And, and that's why, you know, the truth is that there are very few people who truly understand marketing and advertising uh, are great copywriters understand how the whole entire thing works together and can problem solve because that is key.
0: Yeah guys, you've got to look at someone's track record. You've got to look at what have they been able to achieve? How long have they been able to achieve it? All of those things are super important now because especially with software like lead pages and click funnels and these things becoming more popular. It's getting easier and easier than ever to set up just basically set up a funnel. Yeah. And so this whole cottage industry of people who call themselves funnel experts is starting to spring up. And it's, it's really bad because, again, what percentage of these people really know what they're doing? I mean, hell, I saw a fe- – oh, my God. I saw, I saw an ad in the news feed the other day where a guy was like, um, how to build a seven-figure Facebook ads agency in, like, 12 weeks or something yeah. like that. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you're going to take someone and teach them everything they need to know to start doing Facebook ads for other people in, like, eight weeks? Are you kidding me? It's, you know, and it's like this, people are going to, you know, they're going to go through programs like this and they're going to come out and they're going to think they're certified and they know what they're doing and people okay. are going to hire them and they're going to get killed because I can tell you how tough this stuff is and how, how difficult it is to get the, the kind of expertise that you need to really do this. So guys, please be careful about who you hire. Look at their track record. Look at what they've done. Look at what they've achieved. Look at for how long, um, you know, because anybody can call themselves an expert, but like, do they have the results and the outcomes to back it up? That's the big question. And when it comes to the health of your business, don't, don't pinch pennies and don't cut corners. Go out there and hire the very, very best. Definitely. So I think that's actually a good stopping point for us today. Um, guys, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. and We'll catch you guys on the next show. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with clients on demand, here's what to do next. Head to clientsondemand.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business doesn't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. We've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying their lives and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head to clientsondemand.com forward slash apply. I'm Russ Ruffino, and we'll talk soon.